Okay. Hey guys, it's Danson, and welcome or welcome back to the Ask Danson Podcast, episode 33, which this is going to be the last episode of season one. I think 33 is a good, I think episode 33 is a good stopping point for season one, and then I'll start on season two. Anyway, um, so today's topic is, okay, first of all, before we get into the, before we get into today's topic, um, I just thought I'd introduce myself to new listeners or viewers of this podcast. Um, hi, my name is Danton. I'm a YouTuber, medium, um, I'm a YouTuber, medium, author, uh, and, you know, I also you know, on top of other things, like, I'm lucid dream and I shift realities, um, so yeah, let's, let's get into the, let's get into the, let's get into today's topic, I'm so sorry about the, so sorry about the word vomit, I'm still trying to wake up, still trying to wake up, even though it's, like, noon, like, 34, like, over half an hour past noon, so I'm still trying to wake up, um, still trying to wake myself up a little bit. So, uh, today's topic is, is lucid dreaming really as draining as they say it is? Plus, we're gonna get into some more shifting related topics in this episode. Um, because there's a lot of people that claim that lucid dreaming is reality shifting, and reality shifting is lucid dreaming, and it is not like that at all. Um, it is not like that at all. I have a lot of experience with lucid dreaming. Like, I I was able to lucid dream before I even knew what lucid dreaming was, um, like, for years. Um, if you don't know, like, okay, some people are able to, okay, you don't have to be, let me, let me just get another myth out of the way. Uh, which might be, you know, you have to be a medium to be able to lucid dream. No, you don't. Um, although I am a medium and I've been able to lucid dream since, you know, for three years. Um, 2007 was about, um, I've been able to lucid dream, I've been able to lucid dream for 15 years, uh, like, seriously, I knew what lucid dreaming was even before, like, okay, I was lucid dreaming even before I knew what lucid dreaming was, okay, so, um, yeah, um, <laughs> let, let's get into that, let's get into that topic, let's get into that myth, so, uh, is lucid dreaming reality shifting? Um, no, lucid dreaming is not reality shifting. Um, I would know because, again, I have been lucid dreaming since before I even knew what lucid dreaming was, okay? Um, like, you know, the vivid nightmares, the, like, the vivid everything. Everything was vivid. I was able to remember pretty much all of it. 
unless something happened in the lucid dream where like every like where my memory was fuzzy um in fact i had a lucid dream okay so i have a lot of lucid dreams okay i've had a lot of lucid dreams over the years and the dream that i had uh last night that i woke up from recently was something happened and i ended up almost dying in that dream yeah i literally almost cross over in almost every single one of my lucid dreams or lucid nightmares um when you they say when you have a nightmare it's most likely lucid you're most likely very very lucid um and one thing that you're not supposed to do is one thing that you're not supposed to do in a lucid dream is say that is point out hey this is a dream or like something terrible will happen which i have never done in my 15 years of lucid dreaming uh, yes, I have been able to lucid dream for 15 years, and I've been able to shift for quite some time as well. Um, not as long as I've been able to lucid dream for, but I've been able to shift uh, for quite some time. So yeah, lucid dreaming is not reality shifting. Um, reality shifting is also known as quantum jumping or quantum leaping, and reality shifting is not lucid dreaming. Uh, for some people, when they lucid dream, they might feel, okay, so, again, lucid dreaming could be, like, controlling your dreams, having, like, hyper, you know, not hyper-realistic, but, like, everything feels real, and it's very draining. Uh, lucid dreaming can feel very, very draining for some people. Um, like, for me, sometimes it feels very draining. Um, shifting can also be draining. Uh, reality shifting or quantum jumping, quantum leaping, whatever you want to call it, um, can be draining as well if you're not used to it. Again, you don't have to shift. Again, you don't have to shift every night. Uh, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to shift all the time. There's times you can go without shifting. You'll be fine. Um, so yeah, I have been lucid dreaming for. I've been lucid dreaming for years, even before I knew what lucid dreaming was. So, yeah, that <laughs> reality shifting is not lucid dreaming. Because you should be able to tell the difference between when you shift versus when you lucid dream. Um, so, yeah, now that that's out of the way, and yes, I, I know this because I have shifted several times before. Um, I don't really have a particular method. I just, I just shift without really, I just shift without really focusing on it. I kind of like already get my mind into a mindset and then tell myself when I'm going to shift, uh, you know, in my head, like I don't really use a method. I barely even, I barely even script, uh, I barely even script my DRs, um, especially like probably the farthest I would get when it comes to scripting for my DRs is like, you know, scripting my DR info, like scripting my desired reality info, and that's literally it. I just let everything, you know, fall into place. I just let everything fall into place after that. Um, and plus, and plus, I literally write books. 
um, that pertain to my specific DR that I shift to, which is mainly, okay, I have two DRs that I shift to. I shift to a Trisha Miller Orange is the New Black DR, like post-Litchfield DR. If you've never watched Orange is the New Black before, I recommend that you watch it, you know, if you're old enough. If you're old enough to watch Orange is the New Black, I recommend that you watch it because it's a really good show. It's also very, very sad, so be um, be prepared for that. Um, you know, because there, there's a lot that happens in that show, so please be prepared if you do watch Orange. Um, so yeah, I have an Orange is the New Black post Litchfield DR. And I have an Evangeline DR, which is based on the books, which is based on the series of books that I write. So, um, yeah, I have lucid dreamt and I have shifted. And let me tell you, um, shifting is not lucid dreaming. Uh, mind you, because there have been some crazy things that have happened in my DRs. Uh, like, there's been some crazy things that have happened in my DRs, like, uh, for example, one time, okay, one time in my DR, uh, I was, I guess, like, you know, at home with my DR family, which is the, uh, which is the Renee Levine family, if you've never, if you've never read my books before, then you've probably wonder what it's like but yeah so how I know that it's reality shifting versus a lucid dream is because uh for one <laughs> the people in my DR like some of the people in my DR would probably never say that in a dream like like say what they say in a dream um like or or, like, how I would know it was a dream would be, like, something totally different. But, like, I definitely, I definitely shifted. So, some things that kind of, some things that differentiate it from lucid dreaming is, um, like, the things that, okay, if you've never read my books, you'd probably not know what I'm talking about. But if you have, then you probably know what I'm talking about. And... I write, and I write these books on Wattpad and on Inkit. So, um, and for context, I've been writing since, I've been, I've been writing stories since 2015. So, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the things that I've said in my DRs, like, literally confirm, confirm that it's real. So, um, for example... The things that Delphine, the things that Dee Dee or Delphine says confirm that it's real. So, like, okay, so if you, if you don't know, here's a little background on Delphine. Um, she is a, okay, so she is a Libra and a Libra Rising. She's a Libra, a Libra rising, and a Cancer moon, but she is a Libra and Libra rising. So, um, yeah. Anyway, 
so her parents are um Mandy. Her parents are Amanda and um Melissa Levine. Um it's not like Avril Levine. It's it's Levine, but it's spelled differently. Um or Renee Levine actually. So the thing that Delphine says <laughs> confirm that it's legit. So like okay. So Delphine says some things and mind you, Delphine is like Delphine is kind of Delphine is kind of controlling a little bit um like with her little sister. Uh okay, mind you her little sister is like an adult now, but Delphine and her sister, Delphine and her sister Angie have like a 20 year, Delphine and her sister Angie have a 20 year age gap because um, Delphine was born in the 80s and Mia was born in the early 2000s. So um, yeah, like how, how I know it's legit is the things that come out of Delphine's mouth because Delphine has a, Delphine swears a lot. Like, she does not care. She really could care less um, who tells her to, you know, stop cussing in front of, you know, who tells her to stop cussing in front of her kids. Like, she could care less. Um, and, yeah. So, okay. So, okay. The entire family is pretty well off when it comes to when it comes to their careers, pretty well off. So, like, Mandy is, Mandy is a teacher. I don't really know if she's, like, a high school teacher or college professor or what. Um, one of the two. Yeah, she'd definitely be, like, a high school teacher or a college professor, one of the two. And, uh, Delphine is a fashion designer and an adult entertainer. And what I mean by adult entertainer is, I mean, she is a dancer. And she does it for sport as well. And then Mia, Delphine's little sister, who's like, you know, in her 20s now. Um, you know, would be in her 20s. But technically, yes, I am calling Mia Delphine's little sister because... Or, like, Delphine's little sister, Delphine's baby sister, because <laughs> she, like, Delphine was, you know, old enough. Delphine was, like, raising a kid already at the time. Um, so, like, some things that, some things that confirm that it's real. The things that come out of Delphine's mouth, the things that Delphine says. Because, okay, when I first started writing my series, for a little background, when I first started writing my series and introduced Delphine, um, I knew that, okay, Delphine is, like, perfectly fine, but she's, like, very, she's, like, somewhat controlling, um, she's very protective, she's very protective of her family, and she does not care whose feelings she hurts, like, she does not care whose feelings she hurts, she does not care if someone gets fired because of her, like, okay, she does not care if someone gets fired because of her. She does not care who she hurts. Um, you know, she does not care who she hurts. I mean, 
she she loves her family don't get me wrong she loves her family but when you get on Delphine's bad side Okay, so her and her mother-in-law, Charlotte, uh, her and her mother-in-law, Charlotte, didn't always see eye to eye, and um, she barely even trust Charlotte, like, trusted Charlotte to watch Ryder for her after Ryder was born, because, I mean, like, you know, she didn't, she barely let anyone barely let, let anyone hold Ryder, maybe except for his sister, who's like 15 years older than him, uh, because Ryder was born in 2012. Uh, Ryder was born in 2012, and uh, her daughter was 15 at the time, and um, like Delphine's daughter Sarah was uh, 15, almost 16 at the time, and uh, yeah, so... There have been times where she has, like, politely declined people and then had to cuss them out because, like, her boundaries weren't respected and, like, people would tell her, stop cussing, like, stop cussing around your kid or, like, like, even, even teachers have told Delphine to stop cussing around her baby like okay like what baffles me is okay so again Delphine is that type of person that like if anyone disrespects her or her family or whatever like she's the type of person that will literally get you fired like she's the type of person that will get someone fired um or like shut a school down or whatever. Like she is that type of she is that type of person. Um and again, according to Delphine's chart, this is this is legit. This is legit. Um according to Delphine's chart, um so again, Delphine is a Libra and a Libra rising. So, yeah. So, her big three are Libra, Libra Sun, Cancer Moon, and Libra Rising. So, if we go on to Time Passages, I totally recommend Time Passages. It's really good. 
So Roxane is a Libra. She was born October 1st, 1980. So, um, Libra Sun. So it says the Sun represents your real will, will, I cannot, will and purpose. Your sense of vitality and your evolving higher self. Libra in Libra. It is a cardinal air and rules the kidneys. Your ruling planet is Venus. Libra is a sign of harmony and relationship. The sun in Libra, whatever, like, sun signs aren't all that important. Um, but yeah, like, it said something about artistic pursuits, and she is, she is an adult entertainer, mainly a dancer, uh, if you know what I mean. Like, if you touch my grift. And she is a fashion designer. You are a seeker of harmony and beauty. Your natural mode of living is in partnership with others. Um, and yes, Delphine is married. Delphine has been married for the past, you know, Delphine has been married for the past 20 plus years. Um, but yeah, that is not that is not really important because people mainly look at the rising sign and you know the moon so the moon in cancer gives a sensitive and caring nature and yes i do believe that her big three represent her very very well uh mainly because of the things that she does and the things that she says and how she carries herself like, okay, this woman is not afraid. Okay, literally in my DR. So in my DR, my DR self is, um, so in my DR, you know, you can obviously, like, like, script, script what you want to be called in your DR. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in my DR, my last name is Levine. Um, I would be, I'd, I'd most likely be, like, Delphine's little sister, but, like, okay, mainly, Delphine, okay, Delphine is, like, old enough to be, like, the motherly sister, like, the motherly sister of the group of, you know, siblings, and she is, she carries that role, like, she, um, and she and she does she acts very motherly very protective um like you know mandy would probably like in my dr like there was a time where mandy was like you know sweetie do you need help with that and she goes and uh delphine responds no like she's like no i'll help and um so delphine kind of delphine kind of takes charge again cancers are very Cancers are very, very nurturing. Um, cancers are very nurturing, so I definitely feel like I did a great job when it came to Delphine. Um, but yeah, like if you get on, if you get on someone like Delphine's bad side, like okay, Mandy's the type of person that just lets Delphine handle it. Like let's say, let's say if Mandy was busy, I don't know, like grading. She'd be like, Delphine, Delphine, you take care of it. And she'd just be like, okay. Um, and, you know, she'd 
trying to take charge because that's what Delphine does. And obviously, she'd have Betsy. <laughs> she'd have Betsy to help her, Alex to help her. But yeah, like literally, it's the things that come out of Delphine's mouth or Mandy's mouth that confirm that I actually shifted. Um, plus, I have also shifted to my Trisha Miller DR, which is a post Litchfield, which is a post Litchfield DR. Uh, basically, the backstory, the backstory on that. Um, Trisha, my DR Trisha is still alive. Uh, she didn't die, but porn staff got fired. The guard, um, the guard who supposedly, you know, the guard who staged Trisha's death in the show, I scripted that he was fired, like, like, fired indefinitely. Like, he probably won't get hired at any other place of employment because he got fired. Um... Like, literally everyone knows that he got fired. So, um, yeah, so this is, like, post-Litchfield. This is post-Litchfield. Trisha lives, Trisha lives alone. Uh, you know, not, not alone. Trisha lives in her own house. <laughs> Sorry. She doesn't live alone. Trisha lives in her own house. She's still alive in my DR um, the year in my DR is, the year in that specific DR is 2014 to, you know, to now, because now she, you know, now she was still alive, she'd be, like, she'd be 29 if she was still alive today, um, or like, like 28, 29 if she was still alive today. Uh, you know, if she was a real person, if she was still alive, she'd, like, you know, in this reality, if she was a real person, and if she was still alive, um, today, she would be 29, so I scripted that Trisha was still alive, and I scripted that all the others got out with good behavior, you know, because they were, like, behaving themselves and not getting into trouble, like, not getting into too much trouble, and, um, you know, they got released, and they all lived in this one house together. Uh, now, I don't know about, like, all the others. Like, I don't know about all the others. But, um, the specific characters, or the specific people in that DR, not characters. The specific people in that DR got out, like, very early. They're pretty much still alive. Uh, you know, they're fine. Um, so... People, people in that DR are fine. Um, uh, but yeah, like that—that that is how I know that reality shifting is not lucid dreaming. Um, again, also, some people feel very drained. Okay, again, lucid dreaming and reality shifting can be very, very draining for some people. Like, especially if it's. I don't know if it's like a if like a lot goes on in your lucid dream and you wake up after you probably feel like super tired still and and stuff like that so yeah that is one way and then another way would be um like having things happen and 
just like going back to like maybe waking up for like I don't know like a very short amount of time and then going back to sleep after or staying awake for a little while because it was so like because you know a lot happened it was like very eventful of a dream um so yeah that that is how I know that reality shifting is not the same thing as lucid dreaming and to the people that are saying okay like there's a lot of people that are saying lucid dreaming is just like you know you know reality shifting isn't real it's just lucid dreaming they probably either never lucid dreamt before or they've probably never shifted or both or like they've like they've said they've wanted to shift but they haven't and they just say you know shifting is lucid dreaming whatever you know it's it's not it's totally different <laughs> it's totally totally different than uh lucid dreaming like they literally talk like quantum jumping okay quantum jumping is an actual thing okay quantum jumping is a real thing uh quantum like quantum jumping and quantum physics quantum jumping and quantum physics are actual real things um you know people who wouldn't have focused on quantum theory or quantum physics or quantum jumping if it wasn't real would just kind of uh so to close out the episode because i feel like it's been going on for um like about enough time um to close out this episode let's look up what quantum let's look up what quantum theory is okay quantum theory or like quantum physics quantum or like quantum physics quantum theory so okay so quantum mechanics quantum physics and quantum theory are all real things um so quantum mechanics is a fundamental theory in physics that provides a description of the physical properties of nature at the scale of atoms and subatomic particles it is the foundation of all quantum physics including quantum chemistry quantum field theory quantum technology and quantum information science um and then let's look up quantum jumping or let's look up quantum jumping which is also or quantum leaping quantum jumping quantum leaping uh not quantum leap quantum leap is a movie quantum jumping quantum jumping quantum jumping reality So, okay, quantum jumping is literally reality shifting. That is literally what reality shifting is. 
okay, so it says shifting is using quantum jumping in a different way to intentionally change your timeline or reality. In other words, it's the react of uh, not react. It's the act of moving your consciousness to a whole other reality that you've envisioned. So quantum jumping, quantum jumping is literally reality shifting. When you quantum jump, you are reality shifting. So it has been proven that reality shifting is not lucid dreaming. Because again, if you have lucid dreamt before and if you have shifted before, you would know the differences between the two. Um like you would literally know the differences between the two if you have quantum uh, like if you have quantum jumped or reality shifted and lucid dreamt you would know the differences so yeah um and to any of the people that have not shifted to any of the people who have not shifted and who think it is lucid dreaming please go shift please go shift you do not know what you're missing out on it is a wonderful experience um, it is a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, so, yeah, that is pretty much it for this episode. I think, I think that just about wraps up today's episode, and I will film a trailer for the second season shortly after this. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, make sure to leave a like, comment, and please subscribe to my Ask Kansen channel to the pot um subscribe to the podcast and also subscribe to my podcast channel uh you can the podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts from if you're able to find my podcast on the specific platform you're listening on then go subscribe if not then that's okay <laughs> like if you can't find my podcast on any other platforms besides spotify anchor apple or like wherever else the podcast is located that's okay um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i will and uh i will be back for season two very very shortly so anyway goodbye guys